Hey, listen, our next guest, he's uh, really a great guy, good old school, tough guy. I mean, uh, he was a, a cop, believe it or not, an NYPD police officer. He rose to the rank of chief of NYPD. Anyway, for 45 years, he was on the force. I went from patrolman, police trainee to, uh, again, chief of the NYPD, the chief. His name is Joseph Esposito. He oversaw the department during Occupy Wall Street yep, and threw, yep. threw, threw those flea bags the hell out of there uh, once uh, uh, Dopey Bloomberg gave him the okay. He oversaw the tragedies of the 9-11 attacks. He was a hero uh, on that day and in the wake of those attacks. And, of course, Superstorm Standy. Superstorm Standy, excuse me. Let's bring him in. Joseph Esposito, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, guys. Good, good morning, morning Joe. Hey, listen, thanks so much for those kind words. You make me blush. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, look, they're all, uh, they're true. None of them are, uh, none of them are false. And, uh, I, but I doubt if you're blushing because you, you are as tough as, uh, you're tough as now. You're tougher than Bo Deedle, I think. Well, I'm, I'm all retired now, so I'm all tanned up, Sid. You ought to see me. I look great. Oh, you do? <laughs> you're not, you're as tan as I am? <laughs> That's right, Bob. Oh, my God. Joe, look at you, you handsome guy. Yeah. Well, listen, we, hey. we we are thrilled to have you, and you are one tough guy. And, you know, just so you know, both Bo Deedle and uh, Bernie Carrick, both guys have been on this show the last couple of days, and both guys brought you up when they were talking about the police department, how great the department is, and and all oh, those days gone by when tough guys like you wouldn't stand for the crap that's going on right now. Well, I'd stand next to those two guys any day. They're great guys. Hey, listen, I have to ask quickly, uh, uh, Joseph Esposito, his wife had uh, coronavirus. How's she doing? She is doing great. She's back to normal, uh, got her energy back. But I'll tell you what, it was a tough two weeks. We had her on oxygen steady for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I would never take her to the hospital. But we, we brought her back, and she's doing great. Thanks for asking. God bless uh, Joseph Esposito. Yes. Again, former head, former police chief, uh, NYPD for a long time. And uh, listen, I have to ask you, uh, Joseph Esposito, about this uh, disbanding of the... I mean, there's so many things to ask you about, but uh, I'll go straight to the anti-crime unit and Dermot Shea. I mean, is he doing the right thing? Is he uh, caving? Is he a uh, de Blasio stooge? What is happening here? Well, I, I tell you what. First of all, i got to tell you, I don't agree with doing away with anti-crime. That's one of the major uh, crime-fighting tools in this city. These are the men and women that go out there every day looking... To, for the bad guys. They, they do their intelligence work. They know where the crime is happening. They know who's doing it. And this is a major tool in, in fighting crime. Now we're going to go back. We'll just be report takers. It's terrible. But, so I don't agree with it, but I think I understand why he did it. You know, Dermot is a terrific guy, tremendous character, and, and he has the, the safety of his officers at heart. I think if we really dug down, he did this to protect his officers. The, the electeds in this city right now, and especially most of the DAs, and I say most of the DAs, not all of them, they are taking the place of legal aid in the city right now. Yes. If you're going with an arrest right now, a gun arrest, or something, and you're an anti-crime, you're a plainclothes officer, they're looking at you, what you did wrong, not what you did right. They're not looking at the bad guy. They're looking at, at, at the good guy and saying, uh, did he, did he uh, dot all the I's and cross all the T's? It's, it's terrible. It's absolutely, the atmosphere right now in this city is so anti-police. I don't blame him, and that's why I think he did it. You know, it's funny. We had a caller call in two days ago, Joseph, and told us that he, he thought he, that was the case. He was uh, The caller was a former inspector yes. in the NYPD, and he said the same thing just yes. yesterday. So uh, you, you, he hit the nail on the head probably. Right, that, that Demache, in fact, not caving in, the complete opposite, protecting his guys, because I know about, I know you know about this, Joe, but about two weeks ago, Sunday night, in fact, it was, and uh, I got a tip from somebody whose kid 
actually works uh, in one of the precincts in Brooklyn, and he was saying to me, listen, I'm telling you right now, Dermot Shea and Terrence Monaghan just told de Blasio to go F himself, and these guys are all quitting. They've already reassigned a bunch of folks, and they're going to promote Ben Tucker. They're going to promote Rodney Harrison, and that was a buzz a couple Sundays ago, Joe. Now, it went away, and the next day, everybody denied it, but something tells me that that Sunday night, that may have happened. Well, I don't know if it happened. Uh, I have some sources still in the department, and they tell me, no, that uh, Terry and, and the PC were, were staying, and that, that's completely wrong. So I have to go on, on, their, on their words on this. So Joe Esposito, the, uh, I mean, look, we just had, went through in New York City here horrible uh, riots, looting, and, of course, the, the looters were out. They were out of the precinct before the police were, for God's sakes. They got a ticket for a court date to come back. And that all falls on uh, Governor Cuomo's shoulders. Now, in, in the wake of this, uh, all this looting, this appeasing of the looters and the rioters, and even the protesters who are inconveniencing uh, thousands and thousands of uh, motorists out there, I mean, what do you think of the way Cuomo and de Blasio are handling all of that? Oh, it's terrible. And again, it's double standard. Uh, You've got protesters out there. You know, I, I, I actually still communicate a little bit with them. I said, listen, you can't let these people out. They're going to go back right out. You're letting them out of, out of Manhattan uh, court system. They're going right back to Manhattan and demonstrate. My suggestion was, hey, Rikers Island is half empty. Process them all on Rikers Island. It'll take me half a day to get back to, uh, to Manhattan. Uh, so, yeah, and, and that's part of what I'm talking about. They, they, this, the anti-atmosphere, uh, 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 anti-cop atmosphere is just overwhelming from the top down, from the, from, the, from the state to the city to the city council to the DAs. It's terrible. And you consider now, Joe, that uh, with the, the bail reform, of course, we're putting, this is unbelievable, we're putting more criminals back on the street, yet the politicians want to take away the folks, the cops, that put these guys away. So when you hear certain cities like ours talking about defunding police, even cities like Minneapolis talking about completely dismantling and getting rid of the police in exchange for social workers and medics, you're thinking what, Joe? Well, what I'm thinking is we're going back to the old days. I mean, people have got to remember, you know, the, the saying is, if, if you forget about history, you're doomed to, to make those same mistakes again. Well, this is exactly what happened prior to, to Rudy Giuliani coming in. The city was in the, in the toilet. Take a look at some of the, of the headlines from the papers in those days. Uh, do something. Fear city. And, and all that we accomplished, and I say we because I still consider myself a cop. I'll be a cop till the day I die. But um, what happened was they took all the tools away. And, and, and we built it back up after the 70s. Uh, uh, criminal court summonses, uh, warrant teams, anti-crimes. We, we became a crime-fighting machine again. And we got along with the public. You know, this, this, uh, this false rumor that we didn't get along with. I had some of the best relationships with my communities when I was a precinct commander. So we did that. And now they're chipping away little by little. Everything that we had to change to get us to be the safest city in America they're taken away now. There's going to be a price to pay. Uh, my, my prediction is, and look, crime was going up the first part of this year. It finally, all, everything, all this anti-cop atmosphere finally started taking hold beginning of this year. Corona put a stop to crime, except shootings are still up, tremendously up. I think we've shot 90, uh, I think 90-something people were shot in the last two weeks. That's, that's like Chicago numbers. And, and uh, we're going to pay this price sooner or later. We're going to go back to the old days, and we're going to have to redo this again. Unfortunately. And again, yeah, the people they purport to, uh, you know, these, these people, these defund the police people, the ones they purport to want, want to help, they're hurting the most because it is in these high crime neighborhoods where these crimes occur. 
And the police are not, as you say, they're not going to be proactive. And of all things, you have this attorney general today. Uh, Letitia James is going to hold hearings on police behavior during the police behavior during the protest, not on how looters will let go with 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 just a ticket or how hundreds of NYPD were injured. They weren't properly equipped, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's uh, their behavior. So you're right. The anti-cop mentality out there is sickening. That's exactly what it is. And that's why I think the PC did this. You know, officers now, they go sitting at the A's office and they're writing up their complaint. They're more worried about what they're going to say wrong, that the DAs are going to uh, uh, bring charges against them. I'm telling you, the DAs have threatened the police department with arrest sometimes. If they don't, if they don't have their cameras on, if they don't do the right work, they're going to, they have threatened the officers. If you don't do it right, we're going to arrest you. Yeah, okay, there's a place for that, a small place for it, but that shouldn't be the general rule. I got to tell you, they're talking about Joe Esposito here, Chief Joe Esposito, a great guy. They're talking about defunding the police. They're making life so difficult for the police. And they branded them so nastily, Joe, that, you know, a a lot of little kids, they want to be cops when they grow up. I'm thinking now they're never going to want to be cops. Defund the police. You're going to have less and less people that want to be a cop anyway. Well, I got to tell you, this is a tremendous profession. I love it. I have relatives on the job. I do not know if I, and I, I am, I'm, it pains me to say this, I don't know if I would recommend some young kid right now to come on the job and have to do another 20, 25 years. I just don't know if I would recommend it anymore. How about, uh, Joe Esposito, this, the president yesterday with his police reforms. Now, some, like locally here, they want to do away with uh, what they call qualified immunity. In other words, you could sue the cop personally if uh, you have a beef against him. You think he did something wrong. But the president is not down with that. He uh, His reforms, reforms include a registry for cops who have misbehaved. They can't go on another force. And also a ban on certain chokeholds as long as the cop's life is not in danger. What do you think of those reforms? I read his reforms. I heard his, and I, I, I read it recently. And I have, I have no problem because he—he—that's—that's that's been done in the right way. Okay, no chokeholds. I understand that, but they put in the caveat unless his life is in danger. Okay, we'll have to articulate that. So uh, a registry for for people, officers that maybe get fired or leave a job and they want to go somewhere else. Yeah, we should have access to to their uh, their past performance. I, I think everything he put in there, is, I'm, I'm comfortable with. And how about uh, one last question, Joe Esposito, former NYPD chief, uh, hero cop, let me put it that way, and he blushes when I say that. Uh, what do you think, down in Atlanta, that, that is a controversy. Uh, everybody agrees Derek Chauvin, what he did was horrific, made life horrible for all police officers everywhere. But in Atlanta, that guy, that, that, uh, he was running away, he wrestled with the cops, he shot the taser at him, and then he got shot himself. What do you think about that situation? Well, I think that's, that's justified. Let's face it. The guy's got a, 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 an assault weapon, a taser. He's got it in his hand. Clearly, in the video, he's pointing at the cop. He's pointing in the direction of the cops. What do you want the cops to do? I mean, uh, if he would have just uh, not resisted, we would have never heard of this. There's a, the anti-cop atmosphere around this country. They're taking every piece of a uh, uh, video that's out there and turning it against it. That cop, that poor cop in in, uh, in Manhattan, he pushes the he pushes the that girl is coming at him. She's attacking him. He pushes her. He knocks her down to the ground, and they arrest him. I don't understand what this is about. I mean, what do you want to do? This clearly, this girl is coming towards him. It's 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 out of control. Listen, I would uh, I would make the same case for the uh, old man in uh, Buffalo as well. Same thing. He was aggressive. He was trying to do something, and uh, you know the cops they, they pushed him. 
Yeah, and, yeah. and he fell hard. He he fell hard on purpose, and it backfired. It hurt his head. But yeah. whatever. Uh, Joe Esposito, uh, look, we're out of time, but uh, you're a great guy, and uh, we thank you for your service over the years. 45 yes. years as an NYPD, served yep. the NYPD, rose to the rank of police chief, and then, of course, was uh, chief of the Office of Emergency Management, and de Blasio uh, screwed uh, Joe Esposito, but we don't want to talk no. about that right now. Bill, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> he, really... he did fire me. I'm not sure why, but he yeah. did fire me. Yeah, nobody a, knows why. I mean, it was just, a, just garbage. Uh, Joe, we love you, pal. Great job. Thank you for coming on and keep coming back, okay? Anytime. Thank you, guys. All Thank right. you. The great Chief Joe Esposito.